wouldn't be fair. Well, who says life is fair? Where is that written? Life isn't always fair. What they gonna say now? Let's have a discussion. I'm not gonna take this anymore! Let's be honest with ourselves here. God love you. What am I talking about? This is the Brian Suits Show. I mean, the guy was on a first-name basis with Bin Laden, so... Yeah! Oh, hey, I'm on. Uh, AM 770, KTTH. Just talking about a golf tournament in Portland this weekend. Uh, hey, let's uh, Brian Suster with producer Greg. Let's get you to work with the right-way traffic. He's in the Muslim Brotherhood. Yeah! I'm not saying anyone should be dismembered. I'm just saying, oh. AM 770, KTTH. Good morning, everybody. It's uh, 7 a.m. Uh, the West Coast, the United States. How you doing, everybody? Uh, Brian Suits here and producer Greg. And I I would say, producer Greg, since we're going to do... Hang on. Let's, let me get my sports bed. Here's mine. You have yours ready? Your competing sports bed? That's why I think it's really important if you're going to do hot sports talk, hot, hot sports takes, if you're going to have a, a competition. Well, right. It should be a competition. What's your sports bed again? That's my bed for everything. <laughs> that's that's kind of what this has become, too. Anyway, uh, so it, it's my dismemberment bed now. Uh, Venus Williams, by the way, first first round out at uh, the All England Lawn Tennis Association's annual tournament. Uh, so she's gone, and that and that sound you hear, I hate that. That trope. That sound you hear is Vladimir Putin's head exploding or whatever. But <clears throat> that's NBC absolutely f- flying home half the crew because they, they know they're not going to be necessary because no one, no one's going to watch that tennis tournament. Can you name an American ranked tennis dude a male? Oh, gosh. Yeah. Uh, Andre Agassi. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> that's right. He's, he's really good. <laughs> Still in his prime, right? Yeah. No, but it was Serena Williams who lost at Wimbledon. She's right. out. They're oh, what did I, I you said, said Venus. Venus. Oh, yeah. yeah, my bad. Venus is going to be no, playing in a doubles yeah. event, I believe. She's a very old woman, Venus is. Two years older than Serena. Uh, um, two or three years older. Yeah, Serena um, is out, and, and she's the number one draw uh, for for uh, American tennis fans. And so, anyway, she's out. NBC's not happy. Down in Portland, starting... Uh, and, and and the deal is they only play three rounds. This is the thing about the 54, the LIV Live uh, Golf Tour. Uh, not only is it sponsored by a guy who uh, who dismembers uh, his opponents, um, but uh, they only play three rounds. So it's a lot more convenient. There's a whole bunch of things th- that, uh, for some reason, the Americans who and others who have gone over to this tournament um, are being asked about. And uh, one of them, Brooke, I know the name Brooks Kepka. I, I, I don't know where he is on the rankings and, and all this. But. He's won a number of majors in his career. He's a very big name in the golf world. He hasn't been producing as much as of late, uh, which perhaps is one of the reasons that he has defected and gone over to the Live Golf League. Well, and what I didn't know was what a grind the PGA is. Oh, yeah, week and, to week. Yeah, and, yep. and like you're on the road for months and months and months. I mean, granted, if you're any good, you're Phil Mickelson. You're driving, you're flying around the Gulfstream 650, and you've got 40 million in gambling debt. But that's your monthly bar tab. <laughs> I mean, who cares? That's a gas tab for your Gulfstream. 
And, you know, it's a, it's a really good living and the whole thing. Well, so along comes the 54 uh, LIV uh, golf tour, and they have less of a grind. The tours, I mean, the, the tournaments are shorter, and they pay more money. So I lots and lots more money. I'm I ain't got, I'm I'm no mathematician, uh, but if I had a family, I'd be thinking, hmm, this this might be the way to go. Okay, did did the primary sponsor um, have a political opponent, a, an opposition voice uh, dismembered in the Saudi consulate in Istanbul? <laughs> uh, what business is that of mine? Is what I would be saying as I saw the money direct deposited. To my account. Well, a lot of these professional golfers, some the best in the world, are making this jump to the Live Golf League because there's no expectation for them to perform well in order to get a big payday. Just show up. But but then you, it begs the question, Brian, why are they being paid so much money to jump ship and play in the Live Golf League in spite of a potentially bad performance in the tournaments themselves. Because? Because yeah! there's some sports washing going on. It's that, the, is that the, any business of it is, Ben Franklin? And the, 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 and the many Franklin. thousands of the Ben Franklins that are now in my bank account because of the LIV uh, golf trip. Well, the, here's the thing. Down in Portland, there's a bunch of local uh, politicians who, who don't have any effect whatsoever in foreign policy. The, the I thought it was at Pumpkin Ridge. It's not. It's at a different... Uh, course, uh, I thought it was out by uh, Beaverton, but it's not. It's North Plains. And the mayor of North Plains, which is west of Portland, as well as officials from surrounding cities, have written the uh, Escalante Golf, which owns the... Uh, oh, I'm, whoa! It is at Pump- Pumpkin Ridge. Uh, uh, Escalante Golf owns the Pumpkin Ridge uh, Golf Club in tiny North Plains. And they're mad! They're They're mad! Uh, opponents point to Saudi Arabia's human rights abuses. Whatever including the murder of U.S.-based, not a U.S. citizen, occasional op-ed guy to the Washington Post, Jamal Khashoggi. Muslim Brotherhood member, new bin Laden by uh, first name. Uh, but in Oregon, there's also anger over the hit-and-run death of a uh, young uh, 15-year-old in 2016 when she was killed on a Portland street by a Saudi student. And, you know, the Saudis aren't real good uh, visitors. But And the Saudi student was secretly flown back to Saudi Ara- Arabia. <laughs> we do that. Uh, yeah, uh, do we do that? Oh, you know what? Because does that make it right? Yeah, here's here here was the word in 2005. Um, there were Saudis who wanted to kill an American and check the box and go back to Saudi Arabia. They were there were members of the royal family. On election day in Iraq in 2005, um, I, I personally, my my team captured three Saudis. Um, they admitted to us that they assassinated a local cop. And two of his two wives, I should say, they they killed his two wives in front of him, and then mutilated him and and killed him, and and I said, well, sucks to be you guys because that's where I'm taking you. Iraq has sovereignty now, and I have to take you to that police station where that guy was a beloved member till you killed him a month ago, and and uh, spoiler, I'm going to tell them that you're the guys that killed him. They're driving around this white Buick Skylark on a day that you weren't supposed to be able to drive a car, right? I dropped them off at that police station in accordance with my duty because I was ordered to, knowing full well they would have the living crap beat out of them. And what was left of them the next morning at 8 a.m., we would take custody of and take to the 1st Cavalry Division's 3rd Brigade Brigade Interrogation Facility. 
Um, the next day we got there and what was left of them, we took to the American facility. They were healed up and flown back to Saudi Arabia. I, I disliked that. I, I was not a fan, but that was the influence that the Saudis had. And, and, you know, so I, I have a very personal interaction with their, um, their, their, their flirting with uh, jihad. But I, I can guarantee this when they got to Saudi Arabia, uh, probably two of the three were never heard from again. Um, that that being said, let's hear from Brooks Kepka. Uh, did did that did that ruin the mood? Did my little folksy anecdote did that not go over very well? No, th- this is Brooks Kepka and Pat Perez at a press conference in Portland ahead of the tournament this weekend. This yeah, th- uh, well, th- let's go to Scott. Actually, let's go to traffic when we come back. Okay, uh, this will be the number one thing of uh, know it all. Uh, when we come and, and again, uh, what what statute of limitations? Of course that that. Folksy anecdote was, and I was saying that in character. That was a wacky character that I do on the air. That's what that is? It's called. It's called Mitch. Mitch the bitter veteran. Uh, back in a second, and um, Brian, the happy hot sports talk guy, will be back right after this. AM seven seventy KTGH. Let's get you to work with our right way traffic. I want it all, and I want it now. Know it all. First thing. Hey, Brent, it's your wacky sports talk host. How are you doing, everybody? Good morning. It is uh, Wednesday, the 29th. Here's your chance to win your Wednesday uh, with uh, Know It All. So, down in Portland this weekend, uh, yes, at, at Pumpkin Ridge um, is a LIV, the Saudi dismemberment golf tour thing. <laughs> I've heard a rumor that the PGA powers all the golf carts with uh, kittens, with dead kitten blood. I read that somewhere. I, I f- forgot. But so it's let's not act like they're all innocent. <laughs> okay. Board. Anyway, you know, Rory McIlroy, who used to be Irish, uh, he's, he's like that guy in in L.A. Confidential, who occasionally, who sometimes is Irish, his character is Irish until he's not Irish. Anyway, Rory McIlroy said anyone on this uh, on the L.I.V. tour is duplicitous, D- duplicitous of dismembering that feller in that uh, thingy. Well, anyway, Brooks Kepka. Uh, but one of the more prominent Americans that are uh, on the tour, he he begs to differ. And uh, but here's some English people throwing it to Brooks. Golfers Kepler. and those who've defected to play in the Live Golf Series doesn't show any sign of letting up. Defected uh, doesn't. You know, earlier this week, Rory McIlroy labelled those who've signed up to play the Saudi-backed series as uh, duplicitous. Brooks Kepka has joined the Live Tour, and uh, here's his response to those comments from McIlroy. Look, I got respect for Rory as a player. He's good. He's phenomenal. I, I'll, I'll be honest with you, I didn't see it. I didn't hear about it till basically like a day ago. So, um, look, he's entitled to his opinion. He can think whatever he wants. Um, he's going to do what's best for him and his family. I'm going to do what's best for me and my family. And um, can't hate on anybody for that. And like I said, opinions change, man. There, there you go. There you go, folks. Opinions change. Opinions change. The bald eagle of truth hitting the uh, the, the the goose of hypocrisy or something. In this case, Brooks Kepka is the eagle of truth, and then the goose of hypo- hypocrisy is a Rory McIlroy. I don't know, Brian. There's something. Maybe it's my old age. I'm becoming more of a curmudgeon or something like that. But I have less and less tolerance. <laughs> for playing footsie with bad regimes. I just don't like it. I feel like I don't have the luxury of For the record, knowing. I don't like it either. Okay. But so and everybody's asking me, "Well, Greg, then where do you draw the line?" Greg, and where do you draw the line? It's an endless de- inner monologue debate within myself. I I think you draw the line when 
someone says, hey, we'll pay you $100 million, just look the other way when we do a whole bunch of bad stuff over here. And you go, you know what? I don't really want to get in bed with you because at your core, you're not really for civil liberties, for freedom. It bothers me, Brian. And, and a lot don't of people I, I'm hearing say, well, yeah, he's doing what's right for his family. So that's what we just do what's right. What about what's right for your country? What, is there anything beyond yourself or your family that represents a greater cause that you should sacrifice for? I, I don't know. Is that old fashioned? Fa- that- number one family. Yeah. Number one family, Ugh, and, and I mean, I, I, you know, the, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm Brian, I, I might yeah. put up with the question. Well, how much is enough? You know, how <laughs> how much how much is your duplicitousness worth? But then no one is offering millions of dollars for me, you know, to do what I do. But these Faustian bargains come back to bite you in the long run. In in the short term, yeah, you can make a ton of money, but there are consequences for this. The juice isn't always worth the squeeze. Um, yeah, but, but, but right now, I mean, this, this is a divorce we can never uh, settle with Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. They, I they can't quit us and, and we can't, can't, uh, quit them. Unless we make, you know, a hundred more Teslas a day or something. <laughs> Unless we build more dams mm-hmm. and, and nuclear. If you, you know, if you don't want, if, if you don't want, uh, Lieutenant suits interacting, with uh, with uh, the the Saudis, uh, and here's uh, just just in case someone shot any video of that uh, wacky character. Um, Is that the sound uh, of drilling. The Humvee uh, idling. No, no, we're gonna drive it up. Brown's gonna drive it up to the JDIP station. Let's see, Jizzardella, Iraqi police station. And who shot video? Which, <laughs> which one of you, video, Brian. you said that, that you said it was not working? Which one of you? Yeah! That's okay. We'll delete that. That's uh, what? Um, so anyway, uh, drive what up to the Jizzardella, Iraqi police station? <laughs> um, but, but uh, you know, I, I would say I'm not going to judge a guy, uh, you know, because I, 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 I know that if someone threw... You know, because they tour less, they get paid more and more time at home, more in the United States. You know, you got a family, you know, I and and I I also know down, you know, on the other side of the world, say what you will about Mohammed bin Salman. Say what you will about dismembering someone with a bone saw beats the crap out of a nuclear Iran. Mm -hmm, That's mm -hmm. what I know. That is what I know. Um, And 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 also I just oh. God, I just like the politicization of it. But then again, I didn't have the 1936 Olympics in, in Berlin. Hitler did. You know, I, I didn't boycott the 1980 Summer Olympics. Jimmy Carter did. Um, and, you know, it's inexorably uh, mixed. And I I just like the Saudi regime as much as the uh, the next guy who detained Saudis and uh, knowingly gave them whatever. Um, but, but that being said... I'm not a professional golfer with a family of four and, and, and the whole thing. It's I'm still debating this internally. But, I mean, like you said, sometimes geopolitics makes for interesting bedfellows, right? Yeah, we partnered yeah. with Stalin in World War II. But bigger bastard like, than Hitler. We didn't like what Stalin was doing over in Russia. But we said, in this instance, you have to be our buddy for a time being for a greater purpose. And you're saying... We do have some normalized relations with Saudi Arabia. 
for similar reasons, right? Huge because, enemy of my enemy factor going right, on. Right. And also, right. when the Saudis were openly paying for the elimination of Israel, we were still friends with the Saudis. You know, and that that's why, you know, I, I don't know if anyone will ever give Trump credit for for what he did. But the Abraham Accords are, astound, you know, look at all these idiots that beat their heads like Jimmy Carter beating their heads against this, um, trying to get Saudi Arabia and the Gulf Arab states um, on a normalized relationship the way that the Egyptians and the Israelis did without Jimmy Carter's help. Uh, he just he just rescheduled a trophy ceremony so he get get a peace prize or whatever. Um, you know what Trump did was astounding. Uh, but you know, but one of the implied things was okay. We normalize relations. El Al can fly to Dubai. Uh, you know, Israeli the Israeli prime minister can come to Riyadh meet with the king of Saudi Arabia and the whole thing. But turn a blind eye when we do what we do to the opponents of our of our regime. You know, and they're, they're living in a world where Vladimir Putin is sitting here poisoning people. 19 people total in the past 20 years. He's poisoned into the UK alone, um, you know, to with, with any and he only gets richer, and more powerful, you know, so it's, it's a very complex world. And that's where if a, if some little sawed off Irishman like Rory McElroy said I was duplicitous, I, I would say, whoa, 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 back off. Or get your Irish accent back, or, or or something. You know, you you're judging me f- because I want to do better for my family with this. And I, I don't know. And like I say, I admire Tiger Woods. He's in a position where he he literally turned down just short of a billion dollars. Yep. He turned it down. No doubt why he turned it down. He he's it, he finds it to be a loathsome paycheck, and he doesn't need the money. Wouldn't that be a great position to be in? Yeah, then you turned down a billion dollars. Well, but most of these golfers are in that position, Brian. I mean, Brooks Kapka has made tens of millions of dollars from tournament wins and endorsements, mostly from endorsements. Phil Mickelson has a $40 million gambling debt. Well, well Phil yeah, Mickelson worth already had million, a but... private jet before he took nearly $200 million from <laughs> like, the Live League, right? Well, I've got a turbo prop. I want to yeah! jet. Isn't that right, kids? We want to get rid of the Pilatus and get the Gulf. We'll take a Gulf 450, too. I'm not, I'm not going to. It's not going to be a deal breaker. Okay, but on the six uh, another moral dilemma if someone came up to you tomorrow and said brian i'll pay you three million dollars to be the head of uh, the aoc campaign for her next re-election bid would you go well i gotta do what's best for me and my family or would you go you know what that goes in the face of that all up, my upfront money uh that's uh half up front uh, no. and then half after she's no, reelected. I would not. But so that's a no. similar kind of calculation. And why wouldn't you take the money? Well, because it goes against your core principles and how you myself. see the world. You know, that's what's crazy is I know a bunch of political uh, uh you know uh manager types and even the ones that align themselves as conservative um they'll consider you know, they'll they'll audition a candidate. And if they're not crazy, you know, liberal, but then I know ones that just take the paycheck. Oh, for sure. Total whores. Um, <laughs> and and I, I just, I, you know, and that I, I if I don't believe in something, I, I can't get behind it. And once I'm behind it, I'm, I, I'm all in. But I, I believe in doing as well for your family as you can. I'm not like, I'm not going to be a hitman and a talk show host. <laughs> Yeah, it's one or the other. So, 
Um, uh, right, uh, back in a second. More uncomfortable conversations when we uh, get back. Uh, AM seven seventy KTDH, uh, and yeah, it was it was funny. We were having this discussion in the first hour. Why aren't there daily protests of screaming vimens about the overturn of Roe v. Wade? It's something that perhaps generations have been passed over by this particular piece of knowledge. Uh, back in a second, AM seven seventy KTDH. Let's get you to work with our right way traffic. Seven seventy KTTH Brian suits here. Let's take you back to the day of Iraq's first election. I want to vote, and this is the best voting in the history. I'm exciting, but hopefully they will let me do it. You are exciting. Okay. Oh, can I leave the sarcasm at home, please? <laughs> what Was that lost on him? Oh, uh, no. Later on, I explain. <laughs> I gave him the context. Why can't I take war seriously? Come on. And you took these videos what? well before the advent of smartphones. Yeah. So were you always carrying around a camera when you were serving overseas? Was that what? Is what? there a video? There was one? <laughs> uh, yeah. Am I revealing secrets I got, here? I got, um, actually, my Bosnia video uh, when I was embedded with the Russians, uh, is, that's up. That's been a Vimeo for, for a while. Uh, I'll, sh- I'll share that. I share that every once in a while. When when I when I contrast some of the pundits I see on TV, so ah. you know, saying, "Well, the the Russians are quite mighty as an army," and I go, well, "Here's here's here's what I know about them. They 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 break brakes over their heads with sledgehammers." So here's here's this. Um. Well, so anyway, I'm gonna actually I'm gonna be you know meeting nieces and nephews, uh, uh, family from South Africa, um, coming in uh, this this weekend. Uh, and I've never paid. I, I, that's the whole thing: is you pay money to go into the tournament, right? Into a golf tournament. Oh yeah. Do you? Pay, I wonder if you do. You have to pay in Saudi reals, or will they take dollars at Pumpkin Ridge outside of Portland? Uh, probably dollars. Uh, but so anyway, our, our, we were just discussing discussing our uh, complex relationship with Saudi Arabia. Um, and let me uh, get a little more of. Uh, of the, I don't know why they selected. Uh, you know, I, I guess that's how you do a golf tournament. You just call up a, a bunch of courses, you know, world class courses, and say, "Can we do tournament July?" Yes, and so and Portland says, "Yes, we'll take your money." And they're going to play at the Trump Golf Course next. Um, and of course, that won't be in the news and uh, <laughs> the whole thing. Uh, speaking of um, Joe Biden uh, flying to Madrid for the NATO uh, summit going on right now, th- so the news broke. You know, to the White House, uh, the the press posse that follows the president on overseas stuff uh, about now, I think 50 as of this morning is 51 dead out of that truck that um, was transporting um, persons who lacked. Is the border is closed, uh, uh, which is in part why you see people trying uh, to make this dangerous journey using smuggling networks. Uh, I, I don't I really don't know where to where to. Start, did, by the way, did people die the border when Republicans are president? Yes, yes, they they did. But the Republicans saw that the you know you don't clean up of when a pipe bursts in the master bedroom, you don't sit there with a mop in the basement, uh, just wondering where it's blaming the water. Uh, you know that once they're in the country, if if they paid money and they and here's the crazy part, 
they, they pay thousands to get in these trucks. And these, these trucks take them away from the border. And that's how they do it. Um, it, many of them, if they're in a truck, they probably have never been here before, but they, they're probably unaware because the cartels don't say, what are you paying us 10,000 bucks for? You know, you can, all you got to do is walk across the Rio Grande. They give you a ticket and you can use that ticket to board a plane that they'll probably pay the ticket to Pennsylvania. Uh, and that they're, they're told by the cartels, oh, it's very dangerous there at the border. You must pay us 10,000 bucks and we'll get you across into Arizona in July, you know, or whatever. And uh, so fact of the matter is the border is not closed. It's it's wide open and, and the whole thing. And the, the the use of the truck has nothing to do with, I, I mean, I, is she unaware that they didn't cross in the truck? And is she unaware how far away from the border San Antonio is? Yeah, they were nearly 150 miles north of the U.S. border with Mexico. Yeah, and that's <clears throat> that's straight driving uh, to Matamoros or Nuevo Laredo uh, or something like that. It, it, it's... Um, it's not like the truck driver ran the border and hang on or something like that. Um, they crossed and were taken by vans. Uh, the vans met the truck somewhere. The truck was going to take them up to Oklahoma city or, up to, uh, you know, where they were going to get off and find other transport or, or whatever, because border patrol does enforcement in depth. They, they will, they will go a hundred miles on, on I five North of San Diego, a hundred miles. Um, they'll go, you know, deep into Arizona, you know, a hundred miles into Arizona, knowing full well that a mile from the border, if some, you can't pull someone over for looking like they have too many Hispanics in their car, that that's not, that's one ticket that's not going to hold up. That's one search that's uh, not going to stand, um, the, uh, the, 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 test, uh, as it were. But, um, so anyway, just. You know, horrible to imagine how they died, you know, first of all. To but- put this tragedy in perspective, Brian, Homeland Security is calling this the deadliest human smuggling incident in U.S. history. And that's the thing is that's if that's as long as you don't count everywhere without a fence. Because, um, the, the, you know, the killer is the Arizona desert, the Sonora Desert. And, and this is what's funny is even before the Trump wall, the when they put the wall up from the water in San Diego to halfway through Arizona, um, exposure death in the deserts of California plummeted. Exposure death at the edge of the fence and everywhere east of there in Arizona went through the roof. Suddenly, whatever it is Pinellas County, uh, they had every year two, three, four hundred. Uh, dead bodies per year in their county. They're like, oh my God, what's, you know, what's happened? Well, they stopped building the fence. They, because guess what? You know, if you can't cross the fence, you walk around it. You know, look, a fence. Uh oh. Well, let's walk till it's over. Oh, okay, here it is. It's Arizona. It's called Arizona. And then you call back to your relatives and see, I don't even go to California. <clears throat> it's uh, the end of the fence, however, is in Arizona. You know, and that's, that's the difference between America and the Kennedy compound. See, at, at Hyannisport, the fence goes all the way around the compound. If you jump it, you call the, they call the police because you're there illegally. Uh, meanwhile, they'll tell us, they'll lecture us all about how the world without borders and the blah, blah, blah. But uh, anyway, make, make no mistake. Uh, you know, these people died because it's awesome here in America. And it's worth risking your life to come here. Um, and, and that's that. So... 
How about that, Pete? You're, there's no, there's blood on your hands, PGA, or, or something. Uh, anyway, uh, we'll. Uh, the reason I mentioned that I'm going to be down in that area is, I, I, if this is a thing, I want to see it. But I'm not going to pay money to go to a golf tournament that I, I don't understand. <clears throat> but uh, I'm going to make sure if they if they sell sportswear, I'm going to buy some some LIV. We can uh, get you a media pass. Golf. Yeah, <laughs> I, I bet you. Okay, yeah. Um, uh, back in a second, AM seven seventy KTTH. Let's get you to work with the right way traffic. Take my free John Hinckley bracelet off. POW bracelet. Um, AM 770 KTTH Brian Suits here. And uh, producer Greg. John Hinckley Jr. is out and free of court restriction. And I'm, I'm, I'm I got to tell you, I'm pretty leery about the whole mental competency thing. I, I think he skated for trying to kill a president. I, to TBH, I think he's, he skated. I really don't care about his motive. John Hinckley Jr., ha-ha, she turns out to be a lesbian, Hinckley. <laughs> good good job. So anyway, um, he's sorry for shooting Reagan. He, I heard an audio uh, interview from government radio. Um, he, he told, and uh, CBS Mornings, uh, he, he said that uh, Reagan was a pretty good president. <laughs> and he, know, he, he, he knows he had seven years to sit there and watch. Wasn't it? Yeah, it was Reagan's first year, honestly. Uh, he says, quote, I feel badly for all of them. I have true remorse for what I did. I know that they probably can't forgive me now, but I just want them to know that I'm sorry for what I did. And, and I'm not sure, but I, I th- because it, it, the bullet in the, in James Brady's head hastened his death, uh, but he's already been found mentally incompetent. He can't be retried or whatever now. Uh, but uh, anyway... Uh, asked about what feelings led him to commit the act, Hinkley said he couldn't remember the, those emotions and didn't want to. It's uh, doesn't he have a letter that shows what I, his I motivation for the act was? Wasn't he obsessed with Jody Foster, or is that another? No, one no, no, that was Hinkley. Yeah, he he didn't because that because <clears throat> someone someone had already uh, taken out the uh, the the top beetle. There were there were the other beetles had securityed up or something, but. Uh, he says, it's such another lifetime ago, I can't tell you now the emotion I had right as Reagan was coming out. I can't tell you that. It's something I don't want to remember. So anyway. Well, and unfortunately, a lot of people who were the victims of that incident are no longer with us. So they're not available yeah. for comment upon Hinckley's release. But I don't love the fact that he's out of prison for that act. Um, no, I know. I, I, I know Jay Leno had, had one of the best jokes about that. He, cause, you know, there used to be a, a time they would sell those time life books about the old West. And, uh, and, and it was like, you know, meet Billy, the kid, a man so mean, he wants, you know, whatever. And he said, are they going to do those books about the eighties and say, meet John Hinckley, uh, hombre is so mean. He once shot a president just to meet a pretty gal and all that. That would, wouldn't that be the, the ultimate Mia culpa would, would not that he you know she owes him nothing and and but will will he ever meet her jody foster and if so she should break the news to him but uh anyway by that i mean you know the news um i don't know what you know i gotta say i i lived in rose hill in kirkland i liked it uh i like that neighborhood probably way changed a, a block away from uh I, th- I think the original costco um, and liked Totem Lake. I was Totem Lake curious, but man, has Kings has Kingsgate gone to hell? Now you, um, 
this is on the Evergreen Health Campus, about uh, a couple blocks from the Evergreen Health Campus. And I know, I know that hospital. I used to emcee their, their fundraiser. Anyway, a woman was robbed and carjacked near the Evergreen Health Campus um, late last night. Uh, Kirkland, I should say early Tuesday morning. Uh, Kirkland police investigating an alleged armed robbery and carjacking. Uh, a woman was walking uh, near the Evergreen Health Com- Campus around 1.15 a.m. when two men robbed her at gunpoint and stole her car. According to authorities, uh, they drove off in her dark gray 2017 Chevy Cruze. Um, Washington plates, uh, Charlie David uniform, 1304, and uh, temporary paper plates in the rear window um, and, and all that. So I didn't hear whether or not they... Uh, there's anyone or any suspects or any be on the lookout for the drive-by in in Kings Yade two weeks ago where the three kids, two teenagers and a five-year-old were were injured. Um, No follow-up on that. No idea where they got that cheesecake uh, either. Um, And uh, do we have time? We do have the time. This was crazy. The King County uh, uh, sort of did the toll in, in mayhem and shootings for the month of June, and, and this comes on the heels of a pursuit with a 15-year-old wheelman and a 17-year-old who, who, who already killed somebody in a drive-by like two years ago. Anyway, listen, listen to this story. This is crazy. Denver on Saturday, investigators say they saw a car believed to be stolen and involved in an earlier shooting. Investigators say when they went after that car, the suspects inside shot at them those suspects were able to be arrested but already one of them has been released a car chase through king county ends with gunfire and a smashed police car they shot multiple rounds at our pursuing death inside this reported stolen vehicle Investigators say are three kids. The alarming thing uh, from my perspective is that any youth are involved in activities such as this because these have life-altering consequences. Captain Todd Morrell with Burien Police says the good news from this terrifying situation caught on... Let me just say, apparently not. These, this, here's a guy using a gun against a deputy against police, King County and and, uh, and Auburn, really lucky to be alive. Uh, but but he has a track record. Camera as they arrested all the suspects and no one got hurt. We have a responsibility to society to keep them safe, to stabilize uh, the person suspected of those crimes and get them in a better place. On Monday, the two teens appeared in court. A 15-year-old suspected of driving the car and a 17 year old suspected of shooting king county superior court judge nelson lee ruled the 15 year old will remain in custody but release the 17 year old to home monitoring uh he but he but your honor he just shot at the cop he, he was he was the passenger and he shot at a cop but what's his background i wonder there is a level of frustration we asked for each of them to be held in juvenile detention because of the serious King County DA spokesperson McNurthney of, of these allegations here. Casey McNurthney with the King County Prosecuting Attorney's Office tells me this isn't the first time this 17 year old has faced legal issues regarding guns. Hmm? According to documents I obtained, the teen shot and killed someone last year during a road rage incident. This is astounding. I, you almost look like you're at a loss for words. I, I, I'm. I, 
I'm not, I didn't edit this together from different stories or something. Um, and so, by the way, um, I, I'm I'm gonna do a deep dive on this, and um, we're starting for for KTTH.com. Um, pretty much every Tuesday, I'm gonna wrap up the week all around the PNW with stories like because these are I'm afraid these are falling through the cracks, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna close my crack, and it's gonna be the Puget Sound. <laughs> What? I'm going to mark that quote. I'm 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 going to close the cracks. I'm going to fill that crack. I'm fill my crack. Hit. I'm saying no to crack. And I'm saying Puget Sound meltdown every, every Tuesday. I'll 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 it'll, it'll be a digital thing on KTTH. I'll I'll pimp it on on Tuesday mornings. But you're the oh he's out on home monitoring. Oh well that uh, yeah that'll show you know, him because that gun was just going off by itself at aimed at cops. Oh. Uh, yeah, he killed someone in a road raid incident. By the way, if you, if you can't do the math, he's 17 now. When he was 15, he killed someone in a road rage incident. But he's better off with that ankle bracelet for now. Anyway, you heard that right. You heard that right. Anyway, <laughs> but he's out amongst us now. You Get him in the right place, or whatever that uh, the the, uh, the cop said. Uh, back in a second, AM seven seventy KTTH. Hey, it's vaccinate me, Elmo. Uh, clear, clear government ch- child aimed propaganda for uh, parents and children. Where they they vaccinated Elmo. Back in a second, AM seven seventy KTTH.